Hello and welcome to Small Biz Highlight. My name is Tiffany Roman and I am your host. Each week on the web show, I have the honor of interviewing amazing small and local business owners, and I am so excited to help spread the word about them even further through this podcast. To catch previous and future live video recordings, you can always find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and even LinkedIn. Don't worry, I've made it easy for you to find us by including the link to our Popple page in the description of each episode. I want to thank you for doing your part to support small businesses just by listening to this episode. Enjoy! Hello, everyone. Good evening. My name is Tiffany Roman. I am your host, and this is Small Biz Highlight. Thank you for joining us this evening. A little technical difficulties before getting started, but I am excited to be here. Let's get this ball rolling. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Gotta love technology, let me tell you. I could not, for the life of me, figure out how to hear my guest. And I don't, I was fighting with the computer, I was about ready to throw the computer, but I'm here. I'm here. And that's all that matters. Um, so we were late for Facebook. That's okay. It might be streaming. I'm not sure. Let's check real quick. It's saying it's not. So maybe I'm lucky and it still did it. Although I didn't get an alert from Facebook, so I'm going to assume that it denied me it's okay though we make things happen you know technology only works well if you know how to figure it out now <laughs> but i'm just so excited to be here tonight first of all because it's another episode of small biz highlight i cannot believe this is episode number 69 let me just get there really quick uh soon i'll be on with episode number 70 Mansion towards 100. I'm so excited. All right. So as always, good vibes all day, every day. 2021, this is your year. No matter what your dreams are, aspirations, goals, whatever you are looking to do with your life in 2021, it's going to happen. We're not even halfway through the year yet. So you have plenty of time to make it happen. Do not sleep on your dreams. You can do it. Believe me. Um, Tonight's I promised that I get to introduce you guys to the gentleman who created my nice little intro. I know you guys like my intro because <laughs> I do. I can't stand it that I just, I need more music towards it. I told you I was going to talk to him about that today too. So, but um, Mr. Jeffrey Klein is his name from Nine Dots Media. And I am going to bring him on here shortly to introduce you to him. Hello, Jeffrey. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you, Tiffany? I'm just so glad I can hear you now. <laughs> oh my god! You can hear real good. Uh, yes, it's funny. I can my wife doesn't have a boombox of a voice, so I was gonna just scream to you and hope that you'd hear me if you couldn't hear me through the mic. Not quite sure that would work all the way from Philly, but it it could have. You might never know. <laughs> but the way things are nowadays, you never know. Oh my goodness. But thank you so much for being here today. I'm so excited to have you on tonight. Thanks. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. <laughs> of course. I got to have the guy who made me such a great intro. It's so sweet. It's so short and sweet, but perfect. I just, I love it. 
But every time the music gets rolling, I always want a little bit more. So I always tell people I got to ask you for more music. <laughs> we can we can, we can uh, do something to music. We have musical. I'm not a musical person, but I have access to music. So I hear that. Oh my goodness. All right. So before we dive into your business and what it's all about, I always start with the opportunity for you to introduce yourself, let people know who you are, where you're from, things you like to get into. So Mr. Jeffrey Klein, who are you is the question. Who am I? Who are you? Who's anybody? Uh, so Jeffrey Klein, I often refer to myself as the story guy because I'm kind of obsessed with the power of story and, and particularly with visual content. Uh, I am a uh, lucky husband to my beautiful wife of almost 19 years. I've got three amazing children. I have uh, almost 16-year-old twin daughters, uh, Gemma and Lucy, and uh, 12-year-old son, Ethan. And everything else is comes in second place. So even though I love what I do, all of it is done in service to the family. So I'm a family guy. So if no one, you know, if, if you're not going to remember anything else about me, I'm a family guy. So that's kind of who I am. And then I'm just, I'm, I love creating things, you know? So I love taking something that wasn't there and then creating a story in a visual way. That's kind of what I do. And I'm very lucky. Oh, that's awesome. What you do is really great. I mean, I've only gotten like a small bit taste of it, to be honest, but either way, it's still amazing. Um, all right. So nine dots media. Mm -hmm. What is Nine Dots Media all about? What is it that you guys do um, specifically for your clients? Yeah, so it, it's evolved a bit. And so when I first started, I started a little under five years ago. And I was like, what do you need? And we would do whatever you needed. Uh, but as, what I found, and I think this is important for people who are considering their small business, is that spreading yourself too thin can be a problem on multiple levels. And when you start to focus, better things happen. And the more I focused, the more I've enjoyed it. I think the better the product has been um, and more fun I've had. So we are visual content producers. So we, you know, visual storytelling, that's what we try and do. So we help clients figure out what is the message they're trying to communicate and then craft a story. Usually animation is my, my jam. That's what I love most. Uh, but we also do regular video and graphics. I like infographics. And so my favorite thing is like an animated infographic because that like touches all the boxes. Um, and yeah, so we're really trying to help. The big kind of umbrella is trying to help clients and businesses communicate more effectively. And I have a belief that is supported in science that the best way to do that is by telling a story. 100% agree with you. It's so important to tell a story and it's so amazing that you know companies like yours gives people multiple scenarios or alternatives to telling their story rather than you know the typical just uh telling it out loud like i don't know how else to explain it like instead of me going live and telling my story i could do a video with you guys and just make it super epic and like i don't know yeah, <laughs> make I, me feel I, like a movie star for a second because i've got this like production going on no, and I, and I, again, I, I feel like what I was telling you was like, you know, whether you do video with me, you should be doing video. So that that's because visual content is the most effective way to engage with people, to have them remember your message, to want to interact with you. And so I, 
I love all different ways of telling a story. And a lot of people assume that because I tell visual stories that I don't care about words. And that's absolutely not true. I'm a writer. So for me, the words are super important. And, and that's where we start. When you think about strategically thinking about what is the story you're going to tell. And often with almost all the animations, we start with a script. So the words really do matter, but it's the foundation of where the story begins and then bringing it to life. And that's kind of what we try and do. Wow. So if someone were to call you for a consultation, what have you, what does that really entail? Like what, uh, what questions do you normally ask? Um, and what do you find that most people are very into nowadays? <laughs> What's the most common thing? So when I, when I start any engagement with someone, I'm, you know, I ask a lot of questions because it's important for me to understand that organization to be able to help them. And the thing that I believe really strongly is that, and, and I, I teach and I, I joke that I've created something called the 11th commandment. And the 11th commandment is know thy audience. And so a lot of my questions will be about the audience that they're trying to reach. What do we know about that audience? What resonates with the audience? And then most importantly, what's their pain? You know, what is their problem that your company, your service or your product is going to help fix and solve and answer? And so that's that's why I always start. It's like, okay, who, who are you trying to help and how are you trying to help them? Because once you understand that, then we can start to craft a story based on understanding and speaking to the audience. Because I said this many times and I'll continue to, nobody cares about what you can do. Yes. Nobody cares what you can do. They only care about what you can do for them. Mm. And it's one of those things that, um, you know, it, it's it's something that like a lot of companies, I think, get this wrong. And they promote their features, and their benefits, and how great they are, which, you know, you want to be able to do. But if you're not doing it in the context of what's important to them, they're going to tune out. They're not going to be interested. And, and so that's definitely clients, something that people can tune into like right away. <laughs> they right. Get, that's definitely something that people can definitely, you know, smell right away. Like, mm, yeah, this isn't clicking with me. You're not listening to me <laughs> or something. Yeah. It's not Maybe something you can hide or play with. Well, I want to fix my, my green screen isn't behaving because my shade is open. I'm oh, telling you people, technical difficulties all day yeah, today. Let me tell you. <laughs> he logs in. I could not hear him for the life of me. Could not figure out why. Everything's plugged in the exact same way I have it every week. But for some reason, the computer didn't want to hear him. But I think that's another important lesson, that things are not always going to go well. No, I did not. my first LinkedIn Live. It didn't work at all. And all it said was, Jeffrey is live. And it was a black screen. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, uh, what happened here? You know, and, and even though I had done other live things and you got to sometimes I think being resilient as a small business is, a, is an important lesson. If if you can't take some of those knocks, then, you know, entrepreneurship may not be for you. <laughs> I absolutely agree. I definitely have learned uh, to roll with the punches a lot more with going live. <laughs> Because there's not much you can do after you hit that live button. It's whatever comes out your mouth, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> you know but, I mean? but here's something that's actually important in terms of telling stories that I think kind of feeds into this. Yes. So one of the things that I talk to people about in terms of when they're telling their story is that one of the most important elements is being authentic. Mm. And one of the things about being live and things not going perfect, life isn't perfect. And so 
yes, when you're producing something, you want to try and produce as best you can, especially if you're going to use it for something. But I think there is an element of being live that almost forces you to be authentic because yes. stuff doesn't go right sometimes. And then you have to, you know, and I get, and again, you know, it's, I think, uh, true colors come out when things don't go right, you know, and oh, there, have yes. there have been instances of broadcasters when things don't go right that start to curse and, and fall apart yes. in lots of different ways. And you're like, oh, they're not as nice as we thought they were because they're putting on an act. And I think, again, um, it's important when you're presenting yourself to, to be who you are. Uh, you know, I often quote Oscar Wilde who says, you know, be yourself, everyone else is taken. Uh, and so that's kind I of love it. Kind of my perspective. It's so true, though. I mean, <laughs> going live, like I said, has has always been a learning curve for me, for sure. But you know, it definitely has. I've definitely grown from it, and it's definitely it, it's definitely a learning curve for sure for those who aren't used to it. But it's a really powerful tool, and along with your business, like like I did at the beginning, showing off my video. I mean, something so small but it adds so much a level of sophistication to my web show now that, you know, it might draw more people in, which is the goal, you know? So if you like my intro, I promised you, I would tell you who made it. And it's that guy, that guy, this guy. <laughs> and I also want to make clear about uh, my role in the creation process. So I'm, mm. not an, I'm not an animator, I'm not a designer. I'm a producer. So my Ooh. goal is to speak to my clients, extract from them kind of what it is they're trying to communicate, come up with a concept, maybe even write the script. And then I give it to those really creative people who can bring it to life. Um, and whether it's the design of animators, I have a really good creative sensibility. And so I can tell them, no, no, they'll create something. I'm like, no, you need to change this and change that. But I, I have a limited technical skill and I'm okay with that. Cause I think again, <laughs> lesson to teach for small businesses you got to make sure you you play to your strengths and the things that you're not good at find people around you who are um and so yes. we we produce incredible animations but but even my parents went did you did you make this i'm like well i didn't create the design have you seen me draw i'm not a very good artist <laughs> but uh, yes i did make that i produced <laughs> awesome. nothing and then i helped other but it's a, it's a team effort i think again a lesson for small businesses, you got to have a good team. You got to make yes. sure that the people around you are doing the elements of, of running your business because you can't do it all. You can't. And so it's it's really important to find partners, to find in the various elements you need to, to try yes. to run a business. Yes. So tell me, um, did COVID have an effect on your business? The shutdowns and all that? It, it did, I think, in the sense that a lot of people turn their marketing spigot down. Um, and some, oh. um, yes. it, did, it did affect us in the long term, in the sense that um, what we do doesn't require us to be anywhere, you know, and people still needed to communicate to their audience. So we ended up doing some projects that were COVID specific, where they wanted to communicate, you know, their business about what was going on. We did some videos on PPP. Um, so we were very lucky in the fact that it didn't have the devastating impact it had on a lot of other hospitality, travel. Um, for us, it's it's it got us to kind of you know roll our sleeves up and help people with our clients during all this. I also, some of my clients 
we're ramping up. So um, I have a superfoods client called Radical Superfoods that actually pivoted to create hydration products to help people through this time because they they identify that, that, you know, hydration was a really important factor and they have functional superfoods so that they would be boosted for, you know, focused energy and stress support, things that they understood people were, were combating. And so that was great to be a part of something where they're creating products that were really going to help people. Um, Yes. I can only imagine. Um, Pardon? I said, I could only imagine how like that that must feel. (laughs) It's, you know, and I think again, um, you know, it was, it was interesting. I actually had COVID and and so I was kind of out for the count for about two weeks. Thankfully I came back and have been completely fine since. Um, Oh, great. And one of the questions is like, you know, could you work during that time and, and things like that. And, uh, and so the two lessons I think for small businesses, one, I heard someone refer to this as the uh, hit by a bus test. So the question is, if you get hit by a bus, does your business die? Um, for many of us, especially we start. Yes. And in my case, the answer is yes. Um, but I didn't die. <laughs> thankfully. Um, but thankfully. being down for the count, I had a team around me that were still working and still moving things along. And the other reality is that if my, you know, if the animation project got delayed by two weeks, it's not the end of the world. And I think one of the things people have to understand is to keep perspective on whatever yeah. is going on. You know, there will be times in business where you'll be struggling and you'll be like, the world is imploding. And, and you need to, if that had that feeling, realize, no, you know, life and business kind of has peaks and valleys. Um, and you have to be able, I think, if you're going to last long term, be able to weather those, you know, mm-hmm. times and make sure. But I think staying focused is, is really important. And that the more focused we've become, the easier it is to find business because now people are like, what do you do? And I'm like, we make visual content. And they're like, okay, so you don't do SEO? I'm like, no, I don't do SEO. <laughs> um, and so again, it, it sometimes it's, you know, um, the art of saying no sometimes is a good thing. Cause I was at one point doing websites, but I didn't really like doing websites. And again, it was distracting me from other things. So I had a project where someone came to me and said, can you do websites? I said, yeah, of course we can do website. So I called my web partner and we're getting ready to do it. And then thankfully, you know, I'm like, wait, I stopped and said, no. So I got back in touch with the client and, and I said, listen, you guys, let me introduce the two of you. <laughs> you know, you go. You, I, I removed myself from the project because it wasn't something I no longer want to focus on. Something that a, I don't like much, and b that, and it's hard. It's hard to say no to projects when you're starting it out is. because you're like, well, it's money, and but it actually I think hurts you in the long term because you end up taking on projects that you're not as passionate about, you're not as capable of doing, and therefore you have to recognize that when you say yes to one project. It may mean you're saying no to a project that you really prefer to do. Oh, goodness. It's so true. It really is hard, especially after you've done one before. And now here comes someone asking, can you do it for this person now? Especially if it's a referral. That's when it's the worst. <laughs> and you're like, uh, uh. But, you know, that just means you're growing. That just means you're evolving. And if anything, they should just be excited for you because you're actually getting to hone in on what exactly it is you like to do. You know, that whole idea of what I want to do when I grow up. We're still figuring that out all through our lives, I feel like. I feel like it's a constant motion. 
My dad is 81 and he still says that. I'm like, yes. when I grow up. Yes. Uh, I feel like I'm going to be the exact same way. Well, I just feel like it's just something we use as an excuse to determine that we don't know what we want to be and that's okay. <laughs> there, there's a flip side to that that I think is important for people and particularly entrepreneurs, which is yes. being curious and wanting to learn. You know, one of the things that I love about my business is that I continue looking to learn and grow personally and professionally because a i think you just it's you live a fuller life that way you know mm -hmm. by facing it uh and b you become a better at what you're doing by learning you know the more you learn about whatever area you focus on you know i learn every day more from other from everybody and i think yeah. that's 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 a mindset that's really important when you're working for yourself is a, again you can't do it all but there are lots of smart people and if you find the right people that fit with you then you'll be successful I think that's where, you know, the main um, goal of small businesses comes into play with uh, networking and getting to know other people who may be better at certain things so that you're not just pawning them off to other people, but you're supporting another small business by saying, hey, I know someone or you should definitely talk to this person because I, I keep saying it every week, people, we if we are not supporting each other, no one is going to feel obligated to <laughs> support us. So small businesses, we got to have each other's backs, plain and simple. I, I completely agree. And again, it's nice for me that I don't do websites now, but I know a couple of web developers that I can yes. refer. Like you can go, do you do websites? I don't, but I got someone great who does. That's and the then best you, you, make, you make, you know, the introduction and then I'm supporting the, the potential client that came to me and I'm also supporting the web company and it's a win-win. Although I posted something on my uh, Instagram today that that reminded me of when things go wrong, um, <laughs> and it was it was a, a quote I've heard a bunch, and it's you know sometimes you win and sometimes you learn, and mm. I thought that was a, a beautiful thing. I heard someone on Clubhouse saying they asked about they wanted they had a panel and they said can you share some of your mistakes, and one guy actually said. I don't make mistakes. And I was like, oh my God, how arrogant. But then he, he's like, I don't make mistakes because I don't look at those things that don't go right as mistakes. I look at them as learning experiences. Mm. And I was like, all right, I can, I can, I can accept Ooh, that. that shifts your mindset a little bit. And I'm not even, <laughs> yeah. that it causes you to think really, because if we, take the alternate way of thinking about things, something as minuscule as a mistake versus a learning experience. Imagine how much our lives would change, honestly. And as I said for earlier on, language matters. Words it does. matter. You know, what you say to yourself, and I try and tell my children this when they, you know, to reframe things can really change, you know, change your perspective. Um, I, I did a, a animated, I like kinetic mm -hmm. topography when the words kind of move around. And the first one I'd done recently was um, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change, which again is about, mm -hmm. let that sink in. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. That's a mic drop moment for <laughs> us to end the episode. There you go. <laughs> 
And with that, no, but seriously, if you are just tuning in or have stopped by for a few seconds, thank you. We had technical difficulties. We were late. I realized that. My bad. I could not hear him. The computer wasn't working. Another learning experience versus a mistake today. So <laughs> I'm so glad I was able to at least get it up and running for the most part. You know, um, some amazing words of wisdom from, from Mr. Jeffrey Klein here. I unfortunately have to get going because we have our next guest coming up here shortly, but I want to thank you for taking your time out of your day to come be with me here. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm always grateful for my guests and mostly grateful for you because of my intro. Just saying. Well, thank you so much for having me. It has been a pleasure. <laughs> um, if you would like more information or to uh, get in touch with Jeffrey, his information's been scrolling at the bottom of the screen the whole time. But um, I also copied and pasted it into the comments and it's included in the description of the video. So please feel free to click away and contact No excuses, him. get in touch. <laughs> Bombard him with all the questions you need and maybe he can make you something pretty like mine. Well, his team, let me rephrase, his team. <laughs> Doesn't happen without me, again. though. Let me tell you that, too. <laughs> <laughs> As always, I always leave you with your reminder to put your community first. You do that by shopping small and supporting local. Good night. Thank you so much for stopping by today. If you are a business owner and are interested in being a guest, or maybe you know of a favorite small business that you would like to see featured, you can conveniently find all the ways to contact us, including a direct link to schedule an interview, just by visiting pawfulme.co slash smallbizhighlight. I am so excited to announce that as of July 29th, Small Biz Highlight is officially a digital TV show. Catch all episodes using the Global Zone app on Roku or by visiting our network app at quantumstartvapp.com. One last thing, our interviews have always been offered for free, but we need your help to make sure they stay that way. Please consider donating to our GoFundMe campaign called Operation Keep Small Biz Highlight Free so we can continue our mission of putting our communities first.